0: Sit down, boys, if I get a treat for you. Fighting the fight when it comes to technology. We are the knights of the kingdom of geekery. We rise up when it comes to the challenge of discussing all this nerd knowledge. We are the digital suit. We are the digital. All right, guys, welcome back to the Digital Soup Podcast. As you can hear, there's only one voice here this week. Jason is gone, had a bit of a family emergency to take care of, and unfortunately, Adam's also out of town. But never fear, because we have a brand new episode for you here this week. Now, I was sitting here thinking, what could we do? In case you don't know, I'm usually Dave. Always Dave, you could say. And uh, a lot of big stories we could talk about. D23 is going on with Disney. We could talk about the new Rise of Skywalker trailer. The Mandalorian getting a trailer. She-Hulk getting a series. We're finding out Jon Snow is going to join the Eternals. And Hopper is joining Black Widow. It's mayhem over at Disney. We could get into Spider-Man, getting caught in the you know divorce between Marvel and Sony. But rather than go into all of that without my co-host, I've decided I sent up the signal up to the great white north brought on a very longtime friend both of the show and of my own personally to help me get through a very fun list and we're going to talk all about the top 30 best sci-fi movies of all time according to cinema blend website and so with no further ado please let me bring on if you don't know who he is longtime friend mr
1: Sikulski mac how are you doing Uh, thanks for having me. That's, uh, it's quite an honor to be back on this show. And, uh, the best thing is I didn't have to pay anything yet. (laughs) Or is the bill coming afterwards?
0: Well, you know, we'll we'll figure out those details later. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) For, (laughs) For those that may not remember those early episodes when you were on, why don't you take just a second, let people know kind of what you do. And, um, where they can find you. I want to plug that right up front so it doesn't get lost in the shuffle at the end, let them know the best, best place to find everything you're up to and all of that right now. So we don't forget.
1: Holy cow. Um, well, the, the our friendship basically started on the shutter time podcast with Sid and Mac it used to be called Sid and Mac since Sid left, it's just called, it's just shutter time podcast. Mm-hmm. And I co-host that right now with my wife. Uh we're essentially photographers so we our relationship started with photography and and it's still going with photography and everything else <laughs> um among other things right right and i've been listening to you guys for a long since the beginning of time yeah. since you guys started right which was uh
0: quite a while ago we have to cue that Morgan Freeman voice. A long time ago.
1: <laughs> I can't do the impersonation. No, I can't do the impersonations either. The only the only person I can do is Captain Poland who's sitting yep. t- sitting here sulking in the corner actually. <laughs> Drunk as a skunk because oh boy. He, yeah, he he didn't get a role in 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 good in the latest Godzilla movie. He was hoping uh, for it, but Yeah. What are we going to do? Um Well, he's hoping for Black Widow, but then again, you said you know, Hopper has got the, uh, the title role of the. Yeah. Red the, guardian called, over Red there. Red guardian. Yep. So I don't know how Captain Poland's going to fit into that. I don't know. I, I might have to break it to him once he wakes <laughs> up from his drunken stupor. Absolutely.
0: That That's the tricky one. I don't know how he's going to break in. It's a pretty star-studded cast already. So. I know.
1: Well, he was hoping that Chris Evans would, would play him, but you know it's like no this is captain america Poland. no no it's not going to work goes, oh, you know, you have to do change some colors but you know well you know fingers and, crossed yeah fingers yeah, crossed that, that's I, mean, I have to deal with them so
0: <laughs> yep you're you're absolutely right though and in in a lot of ways you know, you mentioned how our friendship started over on the Shutter Time podcast, and in a lot of ways, directly responsible for kind of urging me into the podcasting space in general, and getting me out there doing my own show. And I know the guys will yell at me, but they're not here, so too bad. It's what <laughs> it's what pushed me into doing my own show with Adventures and Creativity and everything else, because uh, which is a- absolutely awesome. I appreciate it, thank you. Yeah, we we have I have a lot of fun there and, and trying to build something a, a community there where we can just kind of enjoy the creative process and all of that and um, do something a little different than what we're doing here. Even though I love geeking out every week because I'm a huge nerd, but mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Count so me in. yeah, so we were talking, you know, kind of last minute today as the schedules were changing, and I said, okay. You said, all right, if you need me to come on, let me know, and I said, yeah, let's do that. And I was trying to think scramble cause you know, we had full show notes, but it was kind of articles that Jason had put together and would be good, you know, with, with the whole crew. And I, I don't know yeah, quite what was going exactly.
1: on. I don't want to, I don't want to step on anybody's feet, Well, and, and I, especially I Jason's feet. I mean, they're humongous. <laughs> right. So, <I> mean, it's,
0: <laughs> For a little short dude, he's got some huge feet. I know. I'll tell you. But I, I in, in, to be honest, I hadn't really fully read all the stories. I, I knew about some of them. He had the, the Spider-Man split and um, some XFL news, stuff like that. And I figured, you know what, we'll just save those. We'll do that in our next episode. Hopefully next week everything will be back to normal. And I thought, you know... I know that you love sci-fi movies Mm -hmm. and I thought this would be a great way. We're we're just going to blast through. I found this list over on the cinema blend website, which uh, listeners will have linked up in the show notes, which I highly urge you to go check out and follow along. And I thought let's, let's just blast through the top 30 best sci-fi movies of all time, according to the cinema blend website and see what we think of their list, you know, kind of. Take a trip down memory lane with some of some of these movies, and maybe crap on a few others along the way. But <laughs> I can tell you
1: what I think of the list. Right <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let you continue. Let, let's not. Let, well, let's keep the audience <laughs> well interested. Sure. What I, think? I
0: mean? I I think when we look at it as a whole, we'll find that there's uh, some head scratchers there and some obvious omissions, which kind of don't make sense. Mm-hmm. The placement on some of these things might be a little goofy, but. You know, a a little while back we had done the episode about the top ten most influential albums of all time. I think it was right. I remember. Yeah, and when we looked, no, thank you. When when we looked at that, we kind of realized, like, you know, yeah, these lists are great, but it is just someone else's opinion. So Mm -hmm. it's fun to look at them and fun to think of other movies that we would have maybe put there instead or move things around. So jumping into this list, it starts off. We won't necessarily break down everyone in detail, but number thirty is RoboCop. Now, do you remember when this came out? Did you see
1: it at that time? Of course. i seen it multiple times.
0: Yeah. This,
1: I mean, that's this is 1987, right? Right. So, I mean, yep. I'm 17. Yeah. This is like <laughs> well, see, the best was, movie of them all, right? You got, yeah. You got... Super violent. Uh, super violent for that yep. time, even.
0: Exactly. And, in you know, just kind of a... A wild out there concept that honestly, I mean, I know I shouldn't say this because they probably are already doing it. And I'm just not aware of it, but I'm really surprised this one hasn't gotten a full modern day CGI remake. Um, trying to retell it, but you know, so far they put out some sequels which weren't as good. Robocop one and two were probably the best. Um, I don't know if there's any further after that, but that original Robocop man, when you see that guy get gunned down and then turned into this cyborg. Yep. <laughs> that's that's some pretty wild
1: stuff. Well, they did make a remake of it. Did they? Yes. I, I guess I don't remember that. I don't know why. <laughs> because it, it bombed in the box office, oh, that's, so nobody probably really be, talks about it.
0: That'd probably be why. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to look that up. So number 29 on this list, this is one I, I suspect that we're both going to feel is kind of placed in a weird spot. The fifth element
1: yeah it's it should be on the fifth spot at least
0: yeah it's
1: if not the first
0: right it, it was one that when this came out, I was working in the movie theater at that time. And so this was one of those movies that I would literally, you know, do my work duties and then sneak in and sit and watch every single time that that movie played. So I've seen this movie hundreds of times Mm -hmm. and I haven't really watched it much since then because I saw it so much. I kind of got tired of it, but
1: this movie was amazing. Completely amazing. I mean, uh, we watch it at least... I would say once every two months. Oh yeah, there's you know we we just get into this mood and we just start quoting from it and it's like, yeah okay, yeah it's time to watch it again.
0: Yeah, what's what's the it's, biggest quotes that you guys pull like the most common?
1: Uh, chicken, yeah, <laughs> big chicken, yeah, yeah. Or it's a it's a it's a it, oh. no 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 no.
0: The one that always (laughs) sticks in my head was the, when, when she's, I don't, was it when she crashed into the taxi? I can't remember. And she goes, big big bada boom. -boom." Yeah. That's the one I remember the most. And that actress, you know, that was one of her first real big roles. Yep. I I think. And I, you know, she's done a ton of like the resident evil movies and stuff since then. And she's a very good action star in this sci-fi action role, but it's funny. We don't see her in anything other than that, you know, lately, these kind of B grade Resident Evil movies. I'm not sure why that
1: is. Um, I think, I think she's done with those. Uh, to be honest. Well, didn't Um, they just
0: put out one, one last Resident Evil movie just within the last year or two? I can't remember now.
1: Yeah. That was the final, final. Was it? Yeah. Um, I have all of them and I, what (laughs) there's, there's, there's times when on the weekend I just, Go right all through them, um, through all of
0: them. <laughs> I like well, them. I don't know yeah. why,
1: but I like them. Um,
0: they're fun. They're they're not spectacular movies, but they're fun.
1: Yeah, kind of, kind and of. That. That's the thing.
0: They're they're not quite horror, but they're no. they're kind of. You know, I don't know what you'd call them. They're supposed to be video game horror, of course, but the the games were always much much creepier and jumpier than the the actual Most movies definitely. were. Yeah. So we move up number twenty eight. Classic Tron. right here, Tron. Yeah. Now this was the eighties. you want, was this one you were a fan of back in those days? Uh,
1: of course that was the first one I've seen. It was like, wow. Can we really? make
0: that? Oh yeah. See, I didn't was... see this when it came out. I have to admit this is one that I watched much later. Um, and, and I've got to admit it never blew me away. Like everyone else seemed to be blown away. And I think it's just because I missed it in the theaters at that time. You know, yes, like,
1: because it, it dates very badly. Yes, very much so. It's it's from wine that turned into vinegar.
0: Yeah. That, that <laughs> yeah, it didn't age super well. And and even in the screenshot in this article, you look at it and you're like, man, that looks like some <laughs> bad MTV video from back in the day. But it is iconic. Yes. You know, the, the story and the idea is still... Um, well, Rock, and for that,
1: so that, yeah, and for that time, it was one of the first movies that actually used computer graphics in in, right. in an actual film. So, right, yeah,
0: you know thing. the thing you look at like the in the the screenshot, listeners. If you go look at this article, you'll see the screenshot for Tron. This is one of those examples of back in the day when they did some really groundbreaking stuff with with the computer visuals added in. But what it does to the actual human faces, it reminds me, it, it looks like they cut out newspaper prints, mm-hmm. the, like the colors and everything, the way that it affected that just looks so wonky. And so groundbreaking for its time, a lot of respect, but not one, not one high on my list of best of all time.
1: No, it doesn't age well. Let's put it this right. way. And I think that's what, that's what kills it. Now, kind of like right me. right now after- <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say the same. I can say the same.
0: So twenty seven, the abyss. What did you think of this? Tell me about it.
1: Uh, it was it was surprising. Uh, let me yeah. Put it this way. When I see when I saw it the first time, I was I was expecting. I think there was a there was a few of those types of movies at that time. There was mm-hmm. the Leviathan. I don't yeah. Know if you remember that one. Yep. Um, so this was a little surprising because it was on a completely different angle Mm -hmm. than the Leviathan. It wasn't about the bad, evil, um, aliens or monsters down in the deep. Right. It was about the good guys.
0: Right. Well, the, the thing that I just remember the most about this film is that, that feeling of just, I don't know, like crushing, like. I don't know, claustrophobia. Sol- yeah, claustrophobia and this, this completely solitary, detached feeling, like, like everything's closing in on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it that, that I remember more than anything in the story or anything else. Just that feeling of, of tension the whole time. Like, just get me out of here. <laughs> you know, how, how yep. are they going to do this? So.
1: Well, and the special effects were also pretty, pretty groundbreaking.
0: Yeah, that was a big one for ILM when, you know, yep. when they were looking at it and, and getting some things going. And actually when, when you remember like the, um, they show it in the screenshot here, but like the, the water alien yep. face in a lot of ways, that was a precursor to, to the T-1000 and Terminator two, the, the liquid, mm-hmm. you know, metal they did there Yep, very similar and kind of the groundwork that was later fleshed out much better in, in my opinion, but
1: Twenty six well, computers. Yeah.
0: Yep. We learned the tools better. Twenty-six is surprising to me. We just talked about it here not that right. long ago as a, a right. super review, and that's Inception from Christopher Nolan. Great sci-fi movie. I'm surprised it's that low on the list, though.
1: I know. It's it's I think it was it, it should have rated a lot better on that. List. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely should have been looking higher. at some of the other ones.
0: You're <laughs> right. Right. Inception. <laughs> It's, that was just such, I mean, we talked about it at length, but such a, a visually pleasing movie. Mm-hmm. The concept was, was crazy cool. And it just, it's so mind blowing that it's, it's buried down here. It didn't even crack the top 20. Yep. That's, it's weird. And I'm trying to look real quick. Uh, listeners, you'll probably remember it. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, um, looking real quick for the episode that was back uh, episode 134. Um, yeah, which
1: was quite recent.
0: Yep. That was back in mid July, uh, episode titled Strange Inception. we did a, uh, two part super review of, uh, Inception and also episode two of season three of Stranger Things as we began our, you know, <laughs> traips through that season at a snail's pace. But, um, <laughs> that's been fun, unrelated topic, but that's been fun to watch a show like we used to be forced to watch it, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it was grueling. Though I can say that at this point, even though the recording hasn't come out yet, um, that won't be till I believe next week. Um, I have been able to watch the final episode. We're at that point, so. We're like, set to record that that final one, and man, it was nice to finally get to see <laughs> the ending. How, how this thing ended. Even though I've been teased mercilessly that I have watched it all already, but which I haven't. You did. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> how much did they pay you to tease me about
1: that? <laughs> that stays between me and Jason.
0: <laughs> That's how you paid your way onto the show. <laughs> hey. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So we get to the, the top 25 finally. So number 25, Ex Machina.
1: What did you think of this? Oh, that was a weird one. I that loved this a, movie. I don't know if I loved this movie. It's mm-hmm. See, for me, sci-fi or any other movie falls into a very simple category. It doesn't matter if it's considered by the masses as or the critics. Mm-hmm. as the greatest movie of the ma- ever made. Right. But if I don't watch it enough, mm-hmm. then it's not fun. Okay. Like I, I have to be able to watch the movie again oh, re-watch. and again and again. Yeah. Okay. Again, okay. And, again okay. and again and again and again, and still be fun of it. Still have fun with it. Like right. The Fifth Element, I've been watching it <laughs> forever. Since right. it came out, every couple of months we watch it. We watch a... Uh, uh, so... And with ex machina, it's like one of those movies that you watch once and then mm-hmm. that's it. The story is done, then you don't really want to watch it again.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's a good point though, because when you think of a lot of sci-fi, so much of it tends to have the sci-fi awesome elements, but really have a lot of uh, action. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of stuff going on. And most good sci-fi movies are gonna give you something to think about, you know, as yes. far as this this potential. You know that that could happen, but this is definitely one of those ones in the category of definitely not one you'll rewatch over and over and over. It's one I would revisit probably well, we watched it for for the show, I think way back i, I can't remember now, but watched it there, and then um, I've watched it one more time since, then. and it's one I might only visit once every you know four or five years at best mm-hmm. from this point, but it definitely is one of those sci-fi movies that, that really just gives you a lot to think about, like the what if and, you know, what would happen in this situation, all of that. But the one thing about this movie, and if you look at the still uh, screen grab on this article, not the main character with the beard, um, who's mm-hmm. played, uh, by what's his name, Oscar Isaacs, who plays Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Yeah, The other guy that gets trapped down there. Every time I see that guy, that actor, all I can think of is Thomas Heaton.
1: The photographer, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Doesn't he have that same I look? Exactly. I, I was just looking at that screen I was like, "Hey, is that Thomas Heaton?" I better check IMDb. Maybe you did right. <laughs> play it.
0: I love that, and and I I want to see more movies with uh, Alicia Vikander. Vikander, can't remember how to pronounce it. She was in this as as obviously the robot, and as mm-hmm. the new Tomb Raider. She's a fantastic actress. I completely agree. You know, one of those, one of those actresses, you just hope you see her take off in some big roles and see a lot more of her, you know, in more movies going forward. So doesn't hurt. She's fairly easy on the eyes, you
1: know. (laughs) No, that doesn't hurt either.
0: Well, another one with a a character fairly easy on the eyes. Number 24. This is another one we've done a super review on, The Edge Mm -hmm. of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. Yep. Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, futuristic war against aliens. This is straight up action. Yep. You know, and it's, this it's, is why I
1: watch it again and again and yeah, again. Yeah. Again. Right. And it just doesn't get boring.
0: Right. There's not a lot to, to, you know, get your mind going as far as digesting some deep thoughts or anything like that. This is purely just put it on, enjoy the ride, and have fun with it over yep. and over. Ironically, we watch it over and over because that's what happens in this movie. Yeah. They keep getting there, stuck <laughs> so in it, keep... st- stuck in a time loop. Every time he dies, he comes back and has a chance to do it again. Very, very good movie, and one I hadn't seen until we did the super review of it, and uh, kicked myself for not having seen it sooner. Um, very, just a cool concept, and I hear they're they're all on board, and it's in process where they're working on trying to get a sequel put out. So, oh, really? Yep yeah, it's it's nothing. Uh, Concrete, I guess some scripts have been written. They've, they've talked to Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt and everyone said they'd be on board if, and when it happens. So fingers crossed,
1: maybe we'll get to see a- another story told in that see, universe. See, that's, that's, that's where I have a problem with, you know, yeah. why create a sequel? You had a movie, it had a beginning, it ended, it finished. The story has finished. What else you are you going it, to, it, it's like milking a cow. It is. For... No reason whatsoever.
0: Yeah. And usually
1: at that time, those sequels fail completely.
0: You know, and that's one, I could see this sequel failing, even though I do kind of want to see what they do with it and where they take that story, but I could absolutely see this one failing just in the sense that, you know, it's the, the initial premise was so good and they resolved it so completely. Mm -hmm. What, what can they do? And I guess that's why, you know, these people that write these things are the experts and, and, you know, (laughs) professionals, (laughs) not me, but. Um, you know, at the same time, it would be, uh, I'm very interested and curious to see what they would do in this world again and how they would, how they would kind of
1: restart this story again. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I like the first one or the first one, the only one. Yep. And I'm fine with rewatching it. I don't need to see a sequel. There's no, <laughs> it doesn't need to be a sequel. Well,
0: speaking of sequels,
1: number yeah, 23, <laughs> back to the future.
0: It's, now this that's a classic. Yep, it's a, a classic.
1: classic. It's rewatched mm-hmm. again, same again, again and again and again. Yep, it doesn't get old. It doesn't get no. boring.
0: That is is one of my all time favorite movies. And honestly, the sequels here, especially the second one, held up really well too. Like mm-hmm. they did a nice job. The third one I enjoyed as well. A lot of people don't like that third one as much when they went back in time, but I don't. Know, I still enjoyed it. But that first movie. Man, there's nothing like it still to this day. And and it's one that I hope can escape this whole reboot remake. I hope not. I hope hope they can leave it alone.
1: That you can't have another Doc Brown or or Marty. No, you you can't
0: even picture anyone else playing those characters. No. No. You know, it's, it's, it's nuts. And this was, I forget what year, early eighties, mid eighties, probably, but, Mm -hmm. um, just perfect perfect sci-fi you know and it's it's a kind of sci-fi though that it you know when when a lot of people hear sci-fi they think you know outer space and aliens and all this stuff this is just you know it's a time travel story which makes it sci-fi but it, it was grounded in everything that was real at that time yep you know and so it just made it seem like here's just this you know quirky weird tale that was so much fun start to finish
1: And then we go deeper. Yeah. More time travel. Monkeys.
0: Yeah. Now what, this is one I only saw once. I saw it once and
1: I didn't get it very much. I must've been either sick or stupid, but (laughs) I just get, I just went, what? Whatever.
0: Yep. And this, this is another one, a guy sent back in time, Bruce Willis sent back in time to stop the spread of a plague that would, um, destroy the world and, of course, all kinds of crazy Terry Gilliam heists, you know, or not heists, but mm-hmm. you know, shenanigans happen. And uh Brad Pitt earns an Oscar for this film, but I know it was well acted and I remember thinking, well, that was different, but I it's not one I've
1: ever watched again. No. No. Which right. is sad so, for a sci-fi movie.
0: Well, it is. It is. Now let's go way, way back. Oh my God. Number 21. We're almost to the top 20. The day the earth stood still. This is a film from back in 1951. Um, Did basically that one? I, I have not seen it reading the description. They say it's, it's basically kind of flipping the old trope on its head where everyone assumes that aliens are coming here and are aggressive and hostile. This movie sets out to show that what if they're peaceful and were the aggressive ones. But you could fill me in better on there. I have not seen this one.
1: Uh, I've seen that a very long time ago. I think when the reboot or the reboot, the, mm-hmm. the, the one that was uh, with Keanu Reeves. I'm not sure, even sure when that came out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I think I. I to see back to back to see what the differences are. Sure. But to be honest, I don't remember much out of the both. Okay. <laughs> Obviously yeah. they were good enough <laughs> for me that, the, that they stood the. Yeah,
0: I I've never out. seen either of them. The only thing I do recognize in this little blurb they have on the site here, uh the phrase Klatu barada nikto, isn't that the same thing they said in Evil Dead or or uh, Army of the uh, Army of the Dead or something like that? Um I, I can't remember. I want to say that phrase was muttered in that movie and <laughs> for the book of the dead or something like that. So Nope, don't. Like I don't that. know. Number twenty got a limited release. Was hard to find until it just hit Netflix. If I remember right, fairly recently. Yep.
1: Snowpiercer. Yep. Starring and Captain America. Yes, and I've seen it once, and I think they're redoing it again.
0: Yeah, well, I think or they're they're uh as as they're gonna a make a yeah make a series uh, out of the premise, but yeah. it's gonna happen prior to the events in the movies by like a hundred years or something. It's it's basically gonna take place when everyone gets you know as as the world's population gets funneled onto these giant trains. Okay. So I, I don't know how that'll go. I have not seen Snowpiercer yet. I know a bit about it because I've uh, listened to some other movie podcast, and um, they've talked about it, one in particular, the Skip to the End podcast. Fantastic show if you like movies. They review stuff all the time. Excellent, excellent show. But they they love this this film and they talked about it at length in in an episode just within the last couple of months. So
1: it's, it's honestly, it wasn't too bad. Um, it wasn't anything groundbreaking or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, your typical, um, class struggle. Right. Essentially. Right. Um, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't anything super spectacular. It wasn't bad. It was definitely watchable and. Um, would I see it again? Uh, probably. I sure. just haven't found found the time yet. To see it again. <laughs> but it, like I said, it's not bad.
0: Right. Uh, it's it's one on my list of of films that I do need to see because I've heard good things about it. So now this next one you said you haven't seen number nineteen. Nope. We've cracked the top twenty. I remember seeing this in the theater, and I remember seeing it once or twice since then. It's the uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind starring Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey. Now, this is a pretty wild movie. Um, this the, the whole premise is basically the two of them were in a relationship, but there's a technology available in their world where you can go in and have memories erased, bad memories away, erased. So they both decide they're going to go in and erase their terrible breakup. And this movie okay. is kind of them, you know, still battling through that and kind of remembering each other and things getting mashed up and bizarre. It, it gets really weird at points, um, but a super emotional um, film because you realize the impact of erasing someone completely from your memories. Hmm. So it, it's one of those movies that may not pass the rewatch test for you, depending on what you think of it, if it's bizarre enough. But I'll tell you this. The performance by Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey, uh, two performances very outside of the normal roles you see them in, especially with Jim mm-hmm. Carrey. This is not a comedy; it's a very serious, you know, kind of movie.
1: Phenomenal performance from both of them. Well, he is a pretty good actor. Yep. If he's not Ace Ventura, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: one. It's one I definitely recommend watching. You may not want to watch it a second time because it's pretty heavy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a, a feel good, you know, sci fi romp. It's much much more of a thinker, and much more where where Ex Machina was a thinker. This Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is much more of an emotional hits you in the feels at the same time as making you think about what if that were possible. So, okay, number oh. eighteen, of course, classic, right? Yep. One of the first Schwarzenegger movies. That's right. The Terminator. Now, where do you think this falls so far? I know we've had a few that we think should have been higher as far as Inception.
1: I definitely say this should have been higher.
0: Yeah. You know, so. we kind of glossed over it. Back to the Future, going back a little bit, that should have been way higher.
1: Oh, that's than, that's almost number one. Than 23, you know. Yes.
0: I, I would agree. I don't know how we, we forgot to mention that, but Back to the Future belongs at least in the top eight, if not higher. Um, like you say, way up towards the top. Terminator, I think the original Terminator at number eighteen is is probably placed pretty well. It's a good movie. Yes. The premise is cool, but I think that the sequel actually deserves to be ranked higher. You know, where you know Terminator
1: two? T2, yep. I enjoyed T2 uh, much better. I've I've enjoyed T2 when it came out, mm-hmm. but I can't watch it again. Really? I can't stand the sniveling kid. Oh,
0: yeah. He's such a. Eddie Furlong is. Uh, oh, it's
1: he's he's horrible. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand him.
0: He is annoying. Yeah, so I, I will give that's, it that.
1: That's what the ruins, the ru- I think that's what the ruins the whole uh the whole movie for well me.
0: I, for me it was one of those times when i remember th- the first time kind of feeling like i know he's supposed to be the the good guy the hero and we're trying to save him but i remember i've, I've seen T- t2 so many times but i remember actively rooting for him to get killed because he just <laughs> he was annoying it's like i know it it's not what the story needs is supposed to happen but I, I kind of wish he got killed in that movie, but, uh, the original Terminator, this Arnie was, Arnie was the killing machine there. This was before the, well, yeah he was the T-800 comes in and, and one of those, you know, one of those roles that we just, he's had so many iconic action movie and sci-fi, you know, from Total Recall, all these other movies. That it's one that we often forget about, although everyone thinks of him as a Terminator, but usually I think for a lot of people, they're thinking Terminator two. And I don't think Mm -hmm. people go back to this early. number one, which was. Right. The first one that kicked it all off. Yep. Cause that was, it was another one, very violent. Yes. Time travel, timey-wimey all over the place, you know, and, and well worth it. But I think it's, I think it's pretty appropriately placed on the list that, you know, top 20 for sure but Mm -hmm. not necessarily high top 20. No. So 17, you were teasing me about pre-show because I have never seen it, (laughs) and I'm admitting that right here, and that (laughs) is- is
1: surprising.
0: Yeah, that is from Pixar. That is Wall-E, and I never saw it. I never just, it came out at a time when I just kind of wasn't watching many movies, and it wasn't one that made me interested enough to feel the need to watch it. From everything I've seen of it, it felt like it was just one big, you know, save the earth kind of-
1: yeah, it's an Promotion. Apple commercial. It's an Apple commercial, right? And so it um, never, it never pulled me to want to watch it, because even the the um, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, who he finds on the planet, on on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. When she boots up, she boots up with the Macintosh sound. Oh boy, which was hilarious. Which <laughs> it was just, it's like. Okay, I know that song. <laughs> I've heard <somewhere>. that before. <laughs> it's a Macintosh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I have never seen this, so I don't have much to say about it. Myself, it's one that I probably would have bumped lower in terms of a sci fi movie. Yeah. Because not to knock it, you know, and I, I love a lot of good animation films too. And from everything I've heard, it's fantastic. But to me, there are so many other sci fi movies that should be up in the top 20 um, ahead mm-hmm. of this movie. Personally, most definitely. Now, speaking of movies, I should have been higher. My opinion, I, number sixteen: Jurassic Park, the original. Yes,
1: and the original one. Yeah, yeah. not the not the sequels. Yeah. Um, What do you think? Why, I, why would you why would you, why would you put it higher?
0: I just think that you know we talk about both having the the rewatchability. Those mm-hmm. dinosaurs still look good today. The effects, the visuals are amazing. The story is fantastic. And, and the whole premise, I've always been a fan of dinosaurs, you know, growing up as a kid, everything else. And that whole idea of what if they found a way to recreate them? J- just the whole premise of this story I thought was so solid. And it's one that I could rewatch over and over and over. And I'm surprised that it's buried down, you know, outside of the top 15.
1: Yeah. And it was, it was quite, um, uh, groundbreaking thing for CGI. Right. But it's, but it's, it's effects that hold up still to this day. exactly. Which is pretty wild. That's what I mean. And this is, uh, that's what was amazing about it. You can watch that movie now and don't even think that it was done almost 20 years ago.
0: Right, and and it's just you know it's one of those ones too that probably a lot of my opinion on it comes from you know timing when I saw it the age I was when it mm-hmm. came out everything else, but you know because it it was right at that peak you know teenage years late teens you know and just in in that zone where you know I'm I might even, i can not remember it was like ninety something and so I was ninety three. Oh, it was earlier, so it was a little 93. younger. 93, wow, so, so was over
1: e- 20 years ago. Yeah,
0: so it was older than I'm thinking. But yeah, it just it's one that just sticks with you and holds up so well. Yep. It just, it doesn't get old. And so many quotable moments, you know, the, the Jeff Goldblum, you know, life mm-hmm. uh, finds a way. <laughs> you yep. know, the the other one, um, <laughs> you know, you were so busy thinking about if you could, you never stopped to think if you should kind of thing. You know, so many quotes and the yeah fact and, that I we mean, see, a know.
1: very a, a lot of a lot of commentary on 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 what's you know what social right. what people are up to.
0: but at the same time, it, it's in direct contrast to something like Wally where mm-hmm. it's not it's not smacking you over the head with some sort of social commentary. It's right. inserting that stuff into there and it's got a great message if you care to see it. but it's also on the surface, you can very easily. Flip Jurassic Park on, put your feet up and just get lost in a popcorn flick too. Yep, exactly. You you don't have to get lost in those. You're not, you're not slapped across the face constantly with social commentary, which I love. Now going forward, number 15, The Martian. What did you think of this? Slower paced movie. I, I really liked it.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I really liked it. What I really liked about it is that the, Okay, the reality of it, or yeah. the could be reality of it, um, and I loved the whole premise of it. Mm-hmm. It was really, really well done, and I think it was it was one of the better movies. I think it should be ranking higher.
0: Well, even though it takes place in, in a setting that you know our culture has not achieved yet, you know we we can't put mm-hmm. a man on Mars. They kept it very grounded where it it felt very much earthbound very much like this is what it would be like it wasn't adding in some crazy you know aliens jumping out of stuff you know it wasn't that kind yeah, of Yeah it movie. was
1: just a uh what what man can do right with some some brains and some Thought
0: process exactly. Yep, very very solid movie. Number fifteen, I think, is probably a pretty good place for that because rewatchability for me isn't super high. If we're gonna if we're gonna use that as a standard, it's very good. It's beautiful visually, but it's a slower paced movie. You know, I, I've it's referred to in this article as Castaway in Space, yeah. um, which in a lot of ways it is. But it, it's a type of movie that you know I, I wouldn't rewatch it every few months. I'd probably rewatch it once every few years. Just because it's it's very well, cool. I think
1: it's it's one of those. Oh, I think all the thinking movies when it comes to sci-fi is that uh, you've got the the problem is solved at the end of the movie, right? And you got your excitement out of it, and that's yep. it. And you don't need to see it again because you already know what's going to happen, right? And there's like two hours of. Nothingness, boredom. <laughs> right. Yeah, in the middle you, somewhere, right? Right. You almost
0: need to rewatch it because you're wanting to see something in specific. Yeah, you you want to see some of the see visuals. something that you
1: might miss. Right.
0: Or. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'd agree with that a hundred percent. So number fourteen, we get Aliens. It's the sequel to Ridley Scott's Alien. This is James Cameron trying to do his thing. He moved this into a much more uh, action sp- yeah, action space marine action i know it's a very debated <laughs> topic which is better the first or the second um, well bo- I, I like them different. both
1: honestly mm-hmm. they they're completely two different movies yeah. one is uh, more of a uh, i'm going to jump at you and you're going to jump out of your seat type of a movie exactly. and the other one is i'm going to just shoot everything that moves
0: exactly neither one of them to me i know they're they're counted as horror films as Ah, well no i don't feel that um i i myself though i've always loved the aliens in here because i'm a huge fan of um hr geiger the artist Mm -hmm. and i just love that style the look it's just so cool to see that you know that kind of stuff brought to life on the screen but like you say one is much more of a suspenseful tale the other one is a Pedal to the metal, blast our way sure out of here and yeah, yep. see who survives at the end. Exactly. Yep. Now, exactly. we go from aliens to damn dirty apes, <laughs> back to the original Planet of the Apes movie. This is one that I, I felt, you know, yes, very groundbreaking. It spawned a ton of sequels and
1: reboots yep.
0: and I don't know that it's worth being this high up on the list
1: uh no, because the story wasn't that great to be honest yeah um and heston wasn't that great of an actor to me I'm sorry but yeah. he's never been a good actor and it's just the whole premise it's just okay mm-hmm. whatever it just never never grabbed my attention enough um I know I remember when when we were when we were living in Poland when I was like 12 years old, we were my dad was watching it. I said, nah, sure. Thanks. I yep. don't want to watch it. Never never felt an interest in it whatsoever. Same neither for of me. the sequels. Right. But mm-hmm. but I have to say, the new Planet of the Apes with uh Caesar and yeah. like the beginnings of it, those were good. Yep, the reboots were were very good. And I, I I'm Parts the same with Mark Wahlberg one.
0: <laughs> well, that's true but I, I have to say I'm kind of in the same boat where I just, I, I remember seeing them as a kid and I'd watch them, but they were always like, uh, the movies, my dad would watch. And so he had control of the TV. So I just watched yep. them cause they were on, it was That's never, true. I mean, the, the premise is all right, but eh, not nothing, nothing special for me. Mm-hmm. I would have bump that one down to low, low twenties, if even low maybe, 20s. maybe even off the list now. Number twelve, Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan.
1: Uh, we might get into trouble by talking about it. Well, I'll get us in big trouble, and I'll say I've seen this. I've watched so most of the I. Star Trek movies. I've, yeah, I've seen all of the Star Trek. Yeah, movies.
0: I, I I will also say that I'm not the biggest Trek fan. It's okay, mm-hmm. I don't mind neither,
1: it. Neither, neither, neither am I. I'm more of a Star Wars fan. Yep. Than, than Star Trek.
0: I'd agree. And this is the this is the one known though. Isn't this the one where Spock is? He dies in this one, right?
1: Uh, I think or, so.
0: I, I can't remember for sure,
1: but. I think so because the third one was the search for Spock and. Yeah, that's they right. They put him into a planet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, I remember seeing it, I, but see, I remember watching this TV series as a kid and, you know, it was fine. I just, it never really hooked me as much. And I know the storytelling, it's, the Star Trek universe is is known for this very detailed and, and you know, kind of. I don't know what you'd call it, the, the storytelling and the social commentary is there mm-hmm. while also doing all the stuff. But to me, it's, it's one that I kind of was just like, eh, is what it is. Out of the Star Trek movies, I'd agree. It's probably one of the best out of them. Um, not counting the new remakes. Cause I, have, I yeah, haven't, I no, haven't seen those.
1: New, no, the new remakes are, are absolutely. Totally different. Oh, s- So totally different. Yeah. T- they basically took, took the Star Trek universe and they just switched it. Right, they right. changed it. So, yeah, um, but yeah, no the the new the new remakes are great. Um, I, I really enjoyed them. Added a lot more um, action, from what I understand. Yeah the yeah. the the Star Trek uh, the the old generation Star Treks. I mean, the, I would say the second one was the best of them all. Right, because they just went down and.
0: <laughs> Went down the
1: track in there. <laughs> They're just horrible.
0: Yeah, I, I I would have to leave that to our track fans to decide if they feel this is ranked yep.
1: appropriately.
0: Now, number yep. eleven, we won't spend too much time on because we've already kind of talked about it. Yep. Terminator, Terminator two. Yep. yep. I this is one myself personally. I might have bumped up at least in the top ten for me personally. But other than that, we've kind of covered Terminator already. So we're at the top ten. Yep.
1: The thing. The thing. One of the best movies. This I still watch it from time to time. Yep, still love it. A fantastic twist. Fantastic movie. And
0: it leaves the ending completely open. We still don't know what happens. You know, was it destroyed or did the monster survive? What's going what's gonna happen? We we don't know. And I love that no. about this. Yes, it's it's one of the better movies. Yep. There. John Carpenter. And that would
1: be, I would consider this more of a horror right. than alien.
0: Exactly. Yep. More horror, not so much sci-fi, but still kind of a blend of both. Yep. Top 10 feel yeah, like a, at number 10, you think, feel like a good spot for that? I would say so. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. Definitely top 10 for sure. So number nine, what do we got?
1: The Empire Strikes Back. Empire. Star Trek. That's Empire. right. Oh, no, sorry. Star Wars. Jeez, not Star Jeez, Trek. Empire. You were going to start fights, you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so we've got empire at number nine. Now I watched last night as we're recording this, I was killing a little time, relaxing and rewatched one of my favorite movies, Clerks with Kevin Smith and the epic yeah. uh, empire versus Jedi you know, debate that happens there, <laughs> but one that we don't hear a lot because it's going to come up further in this list still is the empire new hope debate. How oh, yeah. do you how do you think Empire stacks up? Should it be down at number nine? Should it be higher on this list?
1: Uh honestly, I enjoyed um New Hope more than Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's because of uh more of a nostalgia for it. Sure. Um because that was my that was the first movie my dad ever took me ah. to the theater. And <laughs> the bastard just <laughs> no, he was, he, he took me out and he goes, oh yeah, we're, I have to go to this work meeting. And, uh, and he never said anything about going to the movies. Yeah. Halfway through the, I mean, we're going through Warsaw. So we're going like through and using public transit. Sure. So of course it's, it's packed and it's, it's tough and it's just, it takes a long time. Right. To get to, because of course he picked a theater that's so far away from home. <laughs> right. That. No, nobody would ever think of going there. Sure. And he was just teasing me all the way through to the end, to the whole thing that he's going to the meeting, he's not going to make it. Halfway through, he tells me, oh, we're going to the movie. I get excited. And then he tells me, no, we're not going to go because I can't make it to the meeting. I got to go to work. Oh, boy. Then, all the way through until we end up at the theater. And it's like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> teasing the seven-year-old.
0: Yeah.
1: Our trip. So, so that's why I think New Hope is, is more, more sure. in my heart than Empire Strikes Back. And the yeah. funny thing is the Empire Strikes Back, that's the only Star Wars movie I've never seen in the theater. Really? Even the, the, when they did the remakes. The prequels. Yeah. Uh, or the no, re-releases. No, no, not the prequel. Yeah. The re-releases. Yeah. I did not see that in the theater. Really? I've seen the New Hope. I've seen the, the, the last one. hmm the original of the Jedi, but I never seen Empire Strikes Back.
0: I saw all of them on re-release, but I, I was too young to see them when they first came out. Well, when mm-hmm. New Hope came out, it was a year before I was born, and Empire came out. I think what was that eighty seventy nine? Yeah, 80, something like that, right yeah. in there. And so I was, I was just a couple years old, so never saw them in the original run. I did see the re-releases, but Empire still one of my favorites. But it's Star Wars is tough because you almost need to take all three of those you know yeah. it, when it comes down to it now number 8 i might make some Extra people mad on this one
1: yeah et i couldn't care less yeah i, I,
0: I we're <laughs> we're in lockstep there because i i respect the fact that it is so well known and it's you know was a heartwarming story kind of family story even though they did have to do the stupid edit where they removed all the guns and replaced them with walkie talkies and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. To me, the movie itself, I remember seeing it once or twice as a kid because parents would rent it. It's a family movie. Yep. I could care less about it.
1: Yeah. I Again, same thing. Yeah. Watched it once a long time ago. Never. Right. Nah.
0: Now. Whatever. I, I, I'm with you there. Number seven, this is a movie you said Metropolis. you haven't seen. Yeah, Metropolis. No, I have
1: not seen Metropolis. Yeah. I've seen parts of it because it's- mm-hmm. It's weird. Words. It's a, it's one of those iconic movies that you've yep. seen clips of it from time to time all mm-hmm. over the place, but I have never actually seen the movie.
0: Now, I've watched it, I, I think twice, maybe three times tops over mm-hmm. the years. This is a film from 1927. We're talking silent movie era. It's black and white, of course. It's all its all right, and I understand the reason they've rated it so high on this list is because it was so influential to this whole genre of movies ever since then. Uh-huh. To me, though, that doesn't mean it's one of the best of all time. Very influential, yes. I, I give it that, but it's not one. I, I recommend watching it once, just so you can say you've seen it past that. Yeah. It's it, it. doesn't have much rewatchability. I mean, I say that having watched it a couple times, but it's still one of those things that I don't know. There, there's, there's just nothing there that I can't find in another movie. And I get the fact that it's kind of the Godfather of all of that, but I can right, find because it
1: started them all. So now you see the movie every time right, you watch a sci-fi,
0: right? And so I, but to me, it's like I don't need to go see this source material again because it really wasn't all that great and doesn't really hold up to today's standards, you know, mm, but it's yeah. worth seeing if you're a film fan and a sci-fi fan.
1: Yeah. So next one, Mr. Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
0: Yeah. I, I, I remember this as a kid, seen it a yep. number of times over the years. Yep. This, I, I know maybe I'll catch some flack, but it falls in the same category as ET for me. It just, all I remember about it is being that it's super slow. Mm-hmm. And nothing,
1: nothing exciting happens. Except the guy going nuts and start building well, towers. Exactly. You know, the, the devil's towers in his living room out of potatoes. <laughs>
0: right. But, but to me, that's not enough to make me want to watch this. I've seen it a number of times because they used to run it on television here. It felt mm-hmm. like every six months, you know, once it came out. But the, the best part about this movie is, is the sound. You know that that yes. three tone sound that we've used mm-hmm. as a joke here on the show many times too. But <laughs> other than that, it, it's sure it's it's beautiful. You know it's it's a cool story. But eh, I would have bumped this one down. You know, I easily would the ten. Yeah, I I would have put I, I would have swapped Back to the Future and this in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, I, I would have dropped exactly. this down to the low twenties, and you know, even RoboCop would have been close to getting bumped there.
1: Top five. Matrix. Top five, starting with the Matrix. Yeah. What do you think? There is no spoon. That's right. Th- this <laughs> is one.
0: I-, I really feel like they probably should have made the first one and left it. Second one is okay. And I hear, I just saw news that Keanu and. Uh, I know, they're making number four. Yep, they're going to make the next one and, and in the, the cast is back on board. But man, I Unown. don't know why.
1: It, it's the same thing as as the. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, the story is done. Don't need no sequels.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Matrix, though, when it came out, it doesn't quite hold. It's it's still good, but that CGI that was so mind blowing back in '99 mm-hmm. isn't quite as mind blowing these days. No, but because you've seen it, so right. yeah,
1: the bullet time was you've seen it. So many times everywhere. And you know, if, if
0: there's one movie though, that has affected a culture, I mean, scientists right now, there are legitimate scientists studying whether or not we're in some kind of giant simulation. This movie (laughs) had that kind of impact on people where it made people wonder,
1: really, truly wonder. Oh yeah. There is a lot of conspiracy, conspiracy (laughs) theories. Yeah, right. Where copper tops and. I mean, the, 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 prom, the premise was very cool. Right. I mean, when you look at it, we are just batteries essentially.
0: Yep. So. Well, this is one I think that, that manages to toe the line perfectly between a movie that really gives you something to think about mm-hmm. and also a movie that has. Lots of cool action. Yeah. Tons of cool action, everything you could ask for there. So number four, Blade Runner. <sighs> that should have been at least number two. You think so? I think so. Okay. This is one for me, I've, I remember seeing it a long time ago. I don't think I've watched it since it's one I need to rewatch, but I, I I haven't seen it in so long that I I couldn't tell you enough of an opinion on where it should be in this list, but I'd suspect top five is definitely right. If not higher.
1: It's for me, it should be higher. I Mm -hmm. think it's, it's not only the, the whole idea of it and the, and the, and the premise of, of, you know, using uh Android as slave labor and they're basically revolting against us. Sure. Um but the the, the whole idea, the music, especially the music, mm-hmm. the music is so I, I get goosebumps listening to that to that soundtrack. Right. So it should definitely it's one of those movies that, that you have to turn down the lights. Everybody's quiet. No munching. No slurping. <laughs> no nothing. It's one of those movies you get lost in it. Right. That's at, at least that's for me. But again, it's one of those movies you watch once a year. Right. Because it's long and it's uh, and, and it gets you thinking and it's could be depressed. It could be some you know could be depressing. And the worst thing is there's four versions of it. Yeah. Right. Which is like enough already. Right. It's like, you made the movie, why do you make more versions of it?
0: <laughs> Indecisive directors and studios, that's why. Yeah,
1: it's crazy.
0: So we get to number three, we won't spend a ton of time on it because we talked about it already a little bit. Yep. New Hope, Star just, Wars episode yep. four. Properly placed, I think. You know, if, yeah. if, if you're going to take that trilogy, it's it's got to be up there right towards the top.
1: And then we have the first one, which is the Alien, which we yeah. already talked about as well. Yep, uh, which was also a great movie. It's also one of those those movies that you turn down the lights and just watch it. So let me ask you, you something. Get lost in it
0: from, from the the creative standpoint as, as photographers, we'll diverge for a second. When you look at mm-hmm. Alien versus Aliens, which one visually do you think is is the Alien, the first one? Oh, most hands definitely. down the
1: visuals yep. in it. Because you've the got, you, th- there's yeah. The mood, the styling of the whole thing. It was, it was so much better because mm-hmm. I mean, the other one, aliens alien is more of an action flick, yeah. right? They didn't, it seems like the, the, the visuals and the, and unless it's flying blood and, and guts out of, <laughs> uh, out of aliens, right? Right. It doesn't really matter right. what the rest of the place looks like. Right. This was very. M- meticulously lit. Yes. and and, colors for the, for the first two minutes, there's no sound. There's nothing. You you pan through this ship Mm -hmm. that is absolute silence. Yeah. And then you hear the computer going and then that's where it starts. Right. Yeah. This is one to me,
0: I could almost take the number one off this list, bump that somewhere further way down
1: and move. Number one should be down to like 20s, if not, (laughs) well, not off the list because it is a
0: it's classic
1: to a certain it degree in and, and very
0: respected and well regarded and that's 2001 a space odyssey
1: yeah but the most boring movie ever made
0: <laughs> yeah and i i you know i remember this film i saw it obviously when i was younger i want to it's on my list of ones to rewatch again because i'm mm-hmm. completely infatuated with with cinema and cinematic looks in my photography. And this is one that's held up as, you know, super high regards for the visual approach. And yes. I respect it for that. That's not enough to qualify it for number one on my spot.
1: Not at the moment. No. Uh, maybe after a rewatch. Maybe. And then you maybe, because it, like you, I watched it when I was a kid. And to me it was like, okay, so the black rock lands, the monkeys go nuts. And right. Then you space over to a big space station with a wild computer telling Dave not to do this. <laughs> and I hate it when, that's probably
0: why I don't want it there. I, know, I hate when people I, tell me not to do something.
1: I know, that You can't do this, Dave. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do this? <laughs> Control, alt, delete. You're going to do it and
0: you're going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, the, the big thing with a movie like this is so much of it is is wrapped up in the symbolism and not so not even the mm-hmm. you know direct elements in the story but there's a ton of symbolism you can read massive essays about this film on how it's you know bringing all of these different things together that you know you the the quote unquote average film watcher isn't going to pick up on and that's fine but you know it's it's one to me that put it down in the like you say 15 to 20 I mean, if you put Metropolis up that high. Yeah.
1: Let's put it this way. Put it on 15 and 20, between 15 and 20, rewatch, and then give it a a proper score. Right, right.
0: So that's our top 30. Now, I know I said we were wow. going to keep this short. Look at that. We're right at an hour. <laughs> short. Yeah. I, I never, you know, I say that. And I say that in my own episodes. I used to say it in my yes. YouTube channels. I'm going to give you short. a nice, keep, quick, short episode. And I never can do it. I don't know what nope. it is. But this was a good list and it makes me want, want me to really go watch some movies. Now I've got to ask you, I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you feel? What, what are a couple movies off the top of your head that you feel were omitted from this list that should have been there? You don't have to necessarily rank them, but movies that should have made this list over some others.
1: Uh, well, first, definitely First Contact. Oh yeah. Jodie Um, Foster. yep, Yep. Jodie Foster, uh, The Arrival. Was that, um, who was in that? Is that also Jodie Foster? No. Let uh, me find it. The Arrival. Yeah. I can't remember who was in that. That's button. the late, that's the, one of the. Amy Adams. Yes. Amy Adams was in there. Yep. yep. Um And of course, uh, the last Starfighter. Which yeah. Which was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Okay. It stands on the same level as as fifth element sure i mean those two movies i don't know what it is Uh, i grew up with with uh french comic books french um sci-fi comic books and that was part of the part of the series actually it's funny because the guy who, who who drew valerian right um there's a lot of elements from valerian in fifth element oh sure, sure like the floating taxis and and that stuff that was all from valerian borrowed from valerian right and i absolutely i don't know why that movie tanked but i that, that's another movie that I, it's it's being rewatched right again and again and again
0: well I, i've got a theory on that because me personally i know he does a good job in the movies he's in but his face annoys me and that's dane DeHaan as the the lead actor He's he's just got one of those faces that I I can't get past. He he just, he reminds me of Eddie Furlong in some ways. Okay. That kind of whiny face, not his attitude, not the way he talks, but just that look, you know, where it's just kind of like. "Eh." Yeah.
1: You know, honestly, they could have done a a bit of a better casting on that character right honestly right i mean what the, the guy's talented i'm not taking yeah no he's, him, he's he's been a pretty good movie well
0: so. i'm just for me i'm kind of surprised that that some films like interstellar uh yeah you know even the new blade runner 2049 which got rave reviews um surprised that wasn't added um this is a newer film too but i i really enjoyed it kind of along the la- uh, lines of, of of valerian for you was Alita Battle Angel. Mm -hmm. This is just in the last year, and I I really enjoyed that movie. Now, it could be that this list was put together just before that came out. Um, But I'm also surprised, like we mentioned with Planet of the Apes, that none of the new versions came and made this list instead of the older ones.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, the older one was sort of the iconic that started off the the reboots, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. A movie, uh, a a
0: slower-paced movie, but critically... Highly acclaimed is Gravity with uh, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. That's one that probably should have made this list. And another one, it's not as well known, but it's called Sunshine.
1: Um, Oh, that's that's that was one of the best movies, right? Um, Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, so I mean, there's a
0: number that probably could have been on this list. I think it all kind of depends on how you're judging it. You know, is is it going off of impact? Is it going off of um, you know, just personal enjoyment. Is it going off the, the reputation and what it brought to the industry? You know, it all depends. Mad Max is another one. The, yeah. Uh, they
1: completely skipped over that. Yep. Exactly. And that's the, the whole quadrology.
0: Mm-hmm. So there, there's, you know, Minority Report's another one that comes to mind a little older. Yeah. But very futuristic take that I thought was very, very good. So. I don't know a few few that I would have added. You could probably almost find another thirty,
1: you know, to add. Yeah, you could all, I mean, you could definitely replace some of the some of the right. ones with the, with the ones that we have. Right. Uh, so so if um, we
0: if we take the fifth element off the table, out of all the movies we went through on this list, what's the one you're most likely to watch? ASAP. Again and again. No, no, I mean like (laughs) after after looking at it on this list, what's the what's the one you're looking at going, you know what? That's one I think is going to be the next movie I watch.
1: Uh well the next one will be probably the the spotless mind because I've never I didn't see it and I wouldn't mind seeing it. Sure. But seeing it again, um I think I'm going to start off on the Alien trilogy and continue on with the with the new aliens. Sure. Which I didn't like very much honestly. <laughs> but, um the first the first viewing of the of the which one was it? The Alien Covenant? Uh yeah, it was a
0: Covenant. Yeah, I think so.
1: The Covenant was the second one, wasn't
0: it? Mm, that's a good question. I forget. Well, you're peeking at that. I think for me, it's a toss-up right now. I, I'm with you. I want to rewatch, especially that first Alien, um, mm-hmm. just to enjoy those visuals again and and get wrapped up in that. And then the other one is probably the next one I'll actually watch would be Snowpiercer because I've heard such okay. good things about it. I do want to check it out so I can at least have a little working knowledge about it. <laughs> right? No, it was a good movie. Yeah absolutely it, it's it's amazing that's that's one of the things i love when we when we go over the movies here and when we do our super reviews on this show because you forget until you really take the time to watch a movie and sink your teeth into it and start you know really enjoying it for everything it's got especially if it's one that you've seen before and you're rewatching it just it brings and maybe it's just bias because i'm i'm kind of on this other creative path with my photo work too but It's, it's like you, you see one and it makes you want to watch another one and it makes you think Mm -hmm. of this other film and they just, they just all snowball snowball and feel like just bring this feeling of like, I need to create something as well and just enjoy (laughs) these visuals, learn from these amazing stories, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Something. I, I'm a I'm I'm a little weird in that space compared to my two co-hosts. But you know, like I said before, they're not here. So <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> so no, right. the, the the movie I was talking about is Prometheus. Prometheus. I, yeah, yeah. I watched it first time. I hated it. Watched it the second time. Yeah, I could get behind it. There's some few things that was just cringing. Um, but. uh Another one that I just thought of was Predator. Oh, yeah. How did that? The them, first one, which Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. How did they miss that? Yeah. I don't know. I'd agree with that.
0: Oh, well, even Total Recall we mentioned. That's another one. Exactly. Could, exactly. Yeah. Not the remake. The remake is absolute yeah. junk. I haven't seen that, but
1: just yeah, the original. Just,
0: they, I, I liked just, the original enough that as a kid, I mean, I was pretty young when that came out, but it, it, made, it was one of the first movies I saw that made me want to read the book. Yeah. At Mm -hmm. that age. I mean, I I read a lot as a kid anyways, and most of the time it was the other way around. I'd read a book and then see a movie based on that book. But this was one of the first movies that when I realized there was a book, I was like, Ooh, I gotta, I gotta check that out. It was just an adaptation, you Mm -hmm. know, but very, very cool. Well, Mac, I do appreciate you swinging in tonight hanging My out pleasure.
1: with My pleasure. It was, it was great chatting with you about sci-fi. Absolutely. It's always fun. And, and, you know, those guys missed out. That's just the way it's going to be. I know.
0: <laughs> so why don't you, uh, let everyone know once more where they can find you, uh, with Shutter Time and, uh. Shutter
1: Time, uh, with, the domain is still Shutter Time with Sid and Mac. That's the, that's the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the website. Um, mixmedia.photography, which is our photography page. Mm-hmm. So it's M-I-K-S media.photography photography mm-hmm. and of course uh yeah that's pretty much it that's uh you know I'm um, macleby at, at on twitter yeah and uh yeah not that interesting guy so
0: <laughs> don't sell yourself short i mean people need to go check out the latest episode because you're going to hear the story behind what in the heck is going on between a chunky monkey and a gazelle And I'm not going to tell you anymore, but it's well worth your listen. I think you're going to enjoy it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, since we're talking (laughs) sci-fi, since we're talking sci-fi, I figured what better thing to do than let's hop in our time machine of our own. We're going to take it back to sometime in the past, and we're going to let Adam wrap us up and get out of here. So get in, fasten your seatbelts, and we're going to travel back in time and I'll be back. (laughs) It's time to put the lid on this soup. So be sure to listen and subscribe to us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, basically. And of course, you can head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com to find out anything about our show to see our articles the whole nine yards and of course our new twitter handle at digital you can definitely check us out there as well as hey if you want to leave a tip and you like what you hear head on over to our patreon page and um, we have that linked on our website as well and we will have a little something for you also as you heard at the beginning of the show we'd love to give you a shout out or give you the opportunity to suggest a super review so uh, from all of us at the digital soup podcast all of you listeners have an awesome week we'll catch you next time Take care, guys. Later, Smirnoff. <laughs> <laughs> they put Smirnoff on ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alexi, stop.
1: It's the digital soup podcast.